this is Craig, and I'd like to welcome you to the Black Sheep Experience. Thank you so much, man, for hanging out with me here on the podcast. Um, yeah, really appreciate your presence here. Uh, also, welcome to day one of the 21 days of magical theory. And so for the next 21 days, we are going to be diving into magic. Um, it's a completely a free course found right here where you normally listen to this podcast. And I think you're going to enjoy it and I think you're going to take something from it. And um, yeah, I really appreciate you being a part of it. So the course kind of arrives out of my own personal journey, my own personal attempts to discover what I knew was more, right? I, I knew there was more. I knew there was something deeper, a, a, a more dense reality uh, connected to my existence. And I, I could sense that. I could resonate with it. And I knew it in my own personal knowing that more existed. Maybe you have that same mentality or those same feelings as well, deep within, um, that you're connected, deeply connected and intertwined. Now, the problem was I had a lot of, first off, teaching from my religious past um, that believed anything thing outside of their system of faith their system of knowing was wrong or or worse maybe even evil right um and i uh, had my own insecurities as well right so as i searched the information available it seemed to me that it was just all over the place right it was a lot different than where i'd come from i had um Bible college. I had a lot of systematic theology uh, rolling around in my brain, right? Where every, uh, all the answers had been provided for me in my faith system. And so when I approached the more, right, um, that, I, that I'm talking about, right? When I approached that subject, there was no systemic or, or systematic theology available on that. Now, um, at the time, that seemed very difficult to understand. Those of you that have followed the podcast for very long, you know now that I think systematic theology is a horrible idea. It's, it's, a, it's a terrible way to define God. And connecting to the divine through theology uh, is really no connection at all. But when I first began the process of discovery, the information to me was it just seemed to be all over the place, right? It just seemed to be a convolution of either information that was so flowery, so full of uh, of so much fluff, that by the time you got done reading the book or listening to the teacher, there really wasn't any usable information at all. Or on the other end of the spectrum, there were these really intense magicians or really intense witches that wanted to make magic just so hard right and so intense and so complicated that you felt as if you just had eons of learning at best before you could ever get anywhere close to doing magic and in so many ways they were they, they were just being like gatekeepers right and um and that's a bit of an important term uh gatekeepers in the magical community um to me is kind of an important word and it's a slang term for those pious and self-righteous individuals 
who take it upon themselves to decide who does and who who or, or uh, does not have right the worthiness uh, really to learn their their, their shit. And it's just, it was just really pretentious, right? They're really, a lot of them are really pretentious. And so the information they were giving out was just so complicated and frustrating that you just burn out, right, before you, you ever got any usable knowledge out of them. And still, I knew in all of this that magic um, was out there. And I wasn't going to give up. And intuitively, I knew, and to me, this is important, that this. Um, could not be how something as natural and as organic as magic is I knew that what they were selling could not be how it worked and so while I was a little tempted to give up at times on this search I kept hunting and before long I started to find magicians and witches and practitioners of magic some ancient uh, uh, and some very seasoned, some a little more contemporary, that saw and practiced magic the same way um, that I did or wanted to. And magic just became a very natural thing for me. And that is what I would like to give to you. That's what I would like to uh, share. And... Um, so as we move along these 21 lessons, uh, there will be some simple theory, right? Uh, what something is or how something works. Other lessons will be practice, right? On how to do a spell or a ritual or a meditation. And some lessons will be a combination of both. Now, um, for those of you that are approaching this subject, um, maybe for the first time, I want to offer... I think a bit of um, peace to you. Uh, some of you are, are maybe even post-evangelical. You came from a Christian background. Perhaps you're still a practicing Christian. I, um, I am a Christian, right? I am not an evangelical. I don't go to church. And a lot of the beliefs that I hold um, would probably disqualify me as a Christian in 99% of the churches that exist today, but that's okay. I'm not really concerned about their acceptance. But uh, I said all that, I guess, to say this. Um, as we move along, I'm going to suggest books to you that I think will be very valuable, teachers that I have found to be very good, and all of those books and all of those teachers are gonna give you a feeling, I think, of, of peace and safety and um, uh, I, I think very few times will you feel like that these practices somehow uh, are an offense to your belief system. And so I just, I just want to say that at the onset, what you're going to learn in this next 21 days absolutely is magic. Absolutely. And you're going to learn it from the perspective um, not only of my own self, but of noted scholars, teachers, and even scientists. And so if you can hang with me for 21 days, I think that you're going to come away from this with some great knowledge and the ability to have a magical life. So um, 
let me give you a few materials and ideas that are going to be helpful to you during this process. So the first thing that you need is a journal. Now in magic, this is referred to either as a book of shadows or a magical record. And this can really be as simple as a notebook, um, and that's probably the easiest. So the only problem with a notebook is the lack of privacy. So if you're uh, an individual in a situation that you need privacy, uh, you need boundaries, right? Um, a notebook might not work for you, you know, if somebody's going to be thumbing through your stuff. And, uh, and not respecting your space, then a, a notebook might not work. The thing that I like about the notebook is it's so portable. You can take it with you anywhere, and uh, you can, anytime you get a thought or something comes to mind, it's real easy just to pop the thing open and write down what you're thinking. And sometimes your magical experience will... Um, will necessitate right that 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 kind of a response another idea is a document on uh, a laptop or an iPad or even your phone so I have several magical records a couple of them are actual physical notebooks um, a couple of them are word documents on my iPad now what's nice about about that is it you can password protect it if you'd like to and also you have it with you all the time right it's on especially if you use the cloud any kind of a cloud-based service um, certainly iPhone iPad they have the iCloud but even like Google Docs is really great right um, because it's your Google account and it's connected to your password so theoretically unless you are in a weird relationship where somebody's constantly going through your phone <laughs> There you go. Free free relationship advice. Um, then you have a protected magical record and you have it with you all the time. So that's another option. But you definitely do need a, a magical record, right? That's going to be important. Um, the second thing you're going to need is a place to meditate um, and to do spell work. Now, this can be anywhere that is private, literally anywhere. And it just needs to be a space that can be all yours for 10 to 15 minutes a day. So I'm not saying that you have to turn a, a part of your living space into a temple, right? I'm just saying you need a space every day where you can have privacy for 10 to 15 minutes. Um, that could be the bathroom. It could be a closet. It could be, um, you know, um, a, a bedroom. It can be anywhere. I, I knew a guy who lived in a warm climate and his, uh, his space was literally in the back of his hatchback, right? He'd pop his hatchback open and, uh, and do his, his meditation and spell work right there. So it can literally be just about anywhere. It just needs to be a place that's private. And that's really, really important. Okay. And again, uh, you're going to do this every day for 10 to 15 minutes. So it is kind of an important space. Another thing uh, that is not required but would be really nice is a couple of white candles. Now, these can be real candles or they can be battery, uh, battery operated. It really doesn't matter at all for the work that we're going to be doing, but um, that would be something that would be really helpful to you. And again, I, I actually have again both of those I have real candles just like the little tea light candles um, I bought 
you know, I don't know, like three dozen of them for four bucks at Walmart, you know. And then I bought little um, tea light candle holders from the dollar store. And I bought, you know, I don't know how many, a lot. But, um, and so I have those. And then I also just have the battery operated tea lights. And they're a little bit more money, but um, they will work actually perfectly for the kind of um, magic and the kind of work that we're going to be doing over the next 21 days. Another thing you're going to need, and this isn't a material item, um, but it's a mind open to the possibility of magic and your ability to do it successfully. So for some of you, this will require that you uh, suspend some beliefs about you or the world or even your God, right? Which will we will deal that with that in another lesson, absolutely. Um, and just give yourself permission to believe in magic and in you. So some of that will work out during our times of meditation, but that's really important that you at least open yourself up to the possibility that magic is real that it's not wicked and evil um, and that you can do this. And then finally, um, either my email address, which is uh, the black sheep experience at gmail.com or um, on Instagram, um, the black sheep experience I'm on Instagram, I would love to hear from you. And that of course is not required. Um, but let me know if you're listening and also during the 21-day process, if you have questions, you can email theblacksheepexperience at gmail.com or you can direct message me on Instagram um, at the Black Sheep Experience, and I will answer those questions or I will directly, well, I'll answer them all directly and some of them may also end up in part of the teaching process, right? So before I leave you today, I want to leave you with a quote and an exercise, right, for day one. Um, and our first quote is critical. It's really important. And so you may want to write this down or you can even Google it later and copy it and paste it into your magical record. But this needs to be the first thing that goes in your magical record. And so this quote is by a man uh, whose name is Scott Cunningham. And he's a really important person in the magical community. Now, uh, Scott passed away in 1993. And he was a, an American writer. And he wrote a lot of books on Wicca and magic and witchcraft. Um, a guide uh, for the solitary practitioner is probably one of his most popular books but he's got a book called earth power that is phenomenal it's an amazing book and um it is a book that i would recommend to you earth power by scott cunningham and so i'm gonna take a quote actually from that book and, you know, I, I think I mentioned this earlier, but now I can't remember. <laughs> I will be recommending several books to you, and all of them will be very good, safe, solid, sound authors um, that you can dive into and get, gr get great information from. But I digress. Uh, Scott Cunningham, from his book Earth Power, 
And this is what we want to start our magical practice with. Despite what you may have heard, magic is nothing supernatural, unnatural, or even alien. It is in our, it is in our own backyards, our homes, in the very essence of our beings. The forces of nature empower magic, not demons and imps, not Satan or fallen angels. Magic is the use of the natural forces of nature to bring about needed changes. Earth Power, Scott Cunningham. And I want to repeat that and I want to encourage you once again for that to be the first line in your, in your book of shadows or your magical record, whatever you prefer to call it. Despite what you may have heard, magic is nothing supernatural, unnatural, or even alien. It is in our own backyards, our homes, in the very essence of our beings. The forces of nature empower magic, not demons and imps, not Satan or fallen angels. Magic is the use of the natural forces of nature to bring about needed changes. Um, so no matter what others have told you, this is magic. Natural forces. The energy all around you, the energy that you're made up of, the energy that's in the air, the energy that's in the atmosphere. And as we go through this process, I'm going to share with you actual science, lab-tested, lab-reviewed science, a documenting how magic is real. And we'll, um, we'll deal with that in day two to some degree. Um, but this isn't... This isn't wicked and evil. Um, demons and imps, Satan or fallen angels, as Scott Cunningham said. This is natural energy around you. So now for our practice. Three things. First of all, in your magical uh, record, be very honest. What scares you about magic? What preconceived ideas about magic could be limiting to you just be completely honest and write that down in your magical record and uh, w hopefully those will get dispelled right in the next 21 days but but write those down and it may take you a few moments right you go to your space your sacred space your your 15 minute space and um, you just allow those things to come to the surface what what are the things that that you're afraid of what are the things that are limiting to you could it be um, a fear of, of hell could it be fear of, of God maybe it's something different right maybe it's your own insecurities about yourself right your own lack of confidence whatever it is let those things come to the surface let your um, let your inner being who you are deep within let it let it bring those to your conscious mind and then just write those down just take a few moments to be completely quiet and your mind will race for a bit but just be comfortable be quiet be still let those things come to the surface 
Maybe do that for five minutes or so. Write those all down. And then for the next five minutes, I want you to really just try to sense the energy around you. That's it. If you need to wave your arms through it to just kind of feel it there, you're welcome to do that, right? But try to sense the energy that's around you and in you. And then write those experiences down in your uh, in your journal, right? Your magical record. Book of Shadows, whatever you want to call it. And that is day one. All right, guys. Thank you so much. If you have any questions, man, if you want to share your experiences, if you want to share your fears that, that came up for you, again, email me at theblacksheepexperience at gmail.com or hit me up uh, in a DM on Instagram. I'm very excited to hear from you, uh, to hear how this works for you. And uh, I will catch you guys um, tomorrow on day two. Hey, also, you know what? Um, if you know somebody that would be interested in this, would you share it with them as well, too? Um, that would be really awesome. I would appreciate that, and, and they probably would as well. All right, blessings, man. Done. Done.